What's going on? Will Freeman, RevolutionaryLifestyleDesign.com, talking to you today about three killer, crucial sales tactics for advanced selling. I'm talking about high ticket sales, at least $1,000. Um, in my other business, we're uh, doing deals for a client, about $10,000 a deal. Um, inbound, uh, I've sold deals as much as, I think, thirty or 40000 um, in my past career as a salesman, which I'm very happy I'm not in that career anymore. So this is aimed, it's kind of advanced selling, it's aimed, um, maybe you're in sales, but mostly if you're in uh, your own business and you want some, some really crucial tips on closing big deals. Okay, there's a lot of high ticket sales guys out there. Um, Kevin Nations is good. Uh, Dan Locke used to be, now he's sort of like a mainstream YouTube brand. But I'll tell you this, if you haven't sold, um, you know, it's 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 difficult. I haven't seen any of these uh, tips and tactics anywhere else. So I want to be able to give these to you from close to a decade of my past career in sales and um, what I'm doing now, as well as, you know, I think these would be really useful. So number one, okay, when it comes to advanced selling and, and high ticket sales is stop, stop holding high status buyers sacred, okay? Your potential clients status or money or net worth doesn't matter. Okay. Money and status, they're just mass agreements that this piece of paper, these digits in a computer, this position in a company are things. Okay. And they, they're concepts that exist between our ears. The reality is you're talking to a human to human, um, breathing the same air as you drinking the same water you do. Chances are, you know, if he's a higher status person, he's going to be older than you. He might have some health problems. His back might be hurting. Okay. Um, this is a, you know, he goes to the bathroom every day. This is just another person. Their status doesn't matter. It doesn't mean you have to be intimidated. And it doesn't mean you have to allow them to intimidate you, which a lot of high status guys are used to being in charge. They're used to um, employees doing what they say. They're used to managers doing what they say. They might even be in sales themselves. Sometimes they're the worst guys to deal with because they're like, all right, buddy, I know what you're doing. I'm in sales. I know the tactic you're running here, right? But you have to be able to hold your position, hold your frame, not apologize, uh, keep control over the conversation. You're still being agreeable, okay? But you're holding, you're holding court. You're taking control of the conversation, um, because knowing that, like, it doesn't matter how much money he's worth. It matters if he's paying you, okay? A guy making twenty-five thousand dollars a year who buys from you is worth more than a billionaire who doesn't. All right, for my coaching that I'm doing, my uh, peak performance coaching, it's a thousand dollars a month. I've got guys making five figures who are paying that. Okay, to them, that's that's a lot of money in terms of the amount of money that they make, but they see the value in the coaching. Um, you know, it doesn't matter if, if, if a guy's a millionaire or whatever. Okay, this is why I, I tell you guys to forget about networking. There's so many guys go around networking. Oh, okay, that guy has some connections, that guy has status or whatever. Almost none of those things are going to happen anyways. What matters is who's going to buy from you. So instead of networking, you're selling. Okay, so the status isn't important. You're on a, a phone call with the, for 30 minutes with the high status guy. That doesn't matter. It matters if he's going to buy from you. Okay, at the end of the day, if he doesn't buy from you, you go your separate ways. So there's no reason to be intimidated. Okay, what you're doing is you're selling and it's the same process for everyone. Now, not to say that you don't make adaptations based on the person's tonality and all these things. But what I'm saying is you don't allow that to affect you and, and, and throw you off your game. Um, because who cares? You know, who cares if he's more successful and older than you? It doesn't matter. What matters is you have a, a, a good solution to one of his problems um, and you have a script and you have your rebuttals and you have your objections and you follow through whether the guy is very successful or he's less successful. 
you run the same process through them. Okay. Number two, buying questions versus objections versus complaints versus aggressive interruptions. Okay. A buying question is a um, request for more information. These are great. This is what you want to hear. It'd be like, tell me a little bit more about the features of product X. Perfect. Okay. I go into selling. Um, I go into, he, he's leaning towards buying already. I love hearing buying questions. Okay, what you don't want to do is make the mistake of thinking a buying question is an objection. This is a lot of what rookie salesmen will do. They'll think that they'll have to like um, use one of their objections to solve a buying question. Like, oh, this guy's worried about this and that. No, he's not. He just wants clarity. He wants more information. You know, when, when the buying question is asked and it's in a good rapport and, you know, he's telling you about features, he just wants clarification. And then he'll say, okay, can you, you know, what does the contract look like for this thing? Ah, okay, don't worry, it's an NDA, you get this, 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 this. Sometimes just showing him the contract and reading it through, okay, and giving him, you know, assurances and clarifying things for him. All right, an objection, as opposed to a buying question, is, is a reason not to buy, and that's where you go through your objection management, okay? You also should be wanting to hear these. You should be looking forward to objections, okay? As counterintuitive as that sounds. You're like, I wish an mf or would drop an objection on me because I've got these so tight and maybe it's one of that I haven't heard and that gives me a chance to like come up with stuff on the fly, which is where my best objection management almost always comes from on the fly because it's become unconscious competence. Um, you, should, you should get excited, you know, like let me just get the pitch out of the way so I can get to the objections, right? So I can, so I can go in on this thing, so I can get into the battle, okay? Because... An objection is a reason not to buy, but if he's making an objection, it means he's interested and it means that you've moved further down the script, further down from point A to point B, because there's very few deals that are going to close without objections. So you want to be moving towards objections, okay? And you don't want to be wasting all your good ammunition off the start. You start him with, you know, an objection, but it's not your best one. It's, you know, keeping your powder dry, waiting until he comes back to that two, three, four times before you hit him with a bigger one and you hit him with a close. Okay, and don't rush through the objections towards the close. Let him go. Let him respond. Let there be a pregnant pause there. Um, you know, let let discussion uh, proceed without you asking for the sale again or without you um, overselling and pushing forward. You know, pace yourself on that and be comfortable within that. Be comfortable within that eye of the storm, okay? Because that's, that's what you really get paid for is changing someone's perspective about why they shouldn't buy into why they should buy. Okay. Number three is a complaint. Okay. It's, it's a complaint with a product service or price, mostly the price. Okay. You're getting to the price. The guy's like, Oh man, $10,000 is a lot of money. He's like, shit, you know, that's the price $10,000. Okay. So, so that doesn't mean that he doesn't want to buy though. Okay. You don't want to take that and start running objection management on that. A lot of the time he's just venting and you're the only person there. He's just saying, like, that's going to hurt. And you're like, I hear what you're saying, man. Um, so you ready to move forward? Right? You can, you can still go to the close. Like, if you're at the end of, of your, your pitch and he's just saying it's a lot of money, you can still go to the close. Okay? I've closed guys like that and, the, and, and it'll be like this. Be like, fine. All right. I'm in. Right? And you're like, you know, you sure, man? I want, I want to make sure you're, you're, you're ready to do this. I don't want you to do anything you don't want to do. So, like... Sometimes you have to massage that a little bit because you don't want the guy to charge back or you don't want him to be unhappy with the product. But usually once he said yes, he's, he's decided. He might ask you another 10 questions 
you know, 10 buying questions that you have to answer, take a pause and then be ready to buy. But you don't want to assume that a complaint is not an objection. By the way, of the things on this list, pretty much everything is something that I occurred to me that came from Grant Cardone, complaint versus objection. So I got to give credit to where credit's due. Um, but, but this is a reality. Okay. So don't treat a complaint as an objection. Um, you know, you know, it's, it's context dependent. Okay. This is advanced selling. Um, I've got a book, how to sell if you're interested, but yeah, I don't think it's covered even this depth. It's going to be included in my, uh, how to play the game of life course, which will come out sometime this year. Hopefully it's going to be like a hundred hours, man. So it's going to be a while, but stay tuned for that. Okay. Um, Lastly is aggressive interruptions. And this you'll usually get with people who are one, disagreeable. There's two types of people in the world. There's agreeable and disagreeable people. I'm an agreeable person. I like to make other people happy. I like to be in rapport. But there's a lot of people who are disagreeable. And a lot of the time, some, some guys who are really successful used to getting their way are disagreeable. And you'll be going through the pitch, even if he called you, right? You guys set an appointment. He was interested. Um, he's calling into you. You're going through. And he's like, listen, man, here's, I don't need to hear all that, right? And he goes through and he's like, here's what I need. He's trying to take control over the conversation, which you don't want. Okay. You want to be, this is your home. You're in control of the conversation. Doesn't matter how much money he makes. Okay. Um, I mean, it's your choice. If it's your own business, you can choose whether you want to do business with disagreeable people. You know, my clients now, I like all of them. It's a pleasant conversation. I won't, I won't deal with people who are rude to me. Um, but it depends, you know. For you, I guess, how much money is involved, whether you're selling for yourself or for a corporation. When I was in sales, I had to take everyone. And I had a bunch of clients that I didn't like because I needed to make 40000 a month in revenue to keep my job. Um, but now you know you're in a position where um, he's trying to take control of the conversation. Okay, But what you got to recognize is that if he wasn't at least interested in your product, he wouldn't be calling. And... You're not going to be able to close him when you're playing defense like that. And you're, uh, uh, well, actually, uh, and he's like, well, I don't think you guys could do this. And you're like, uh, uh, you're in defense. You're scared. He can tell you're shaking. And he's hearing like, I don't have confidence in that. Um, my partner in sales, sometimes I would, when I hear an aggressive interruption, I'll come over and I'll get involved and I'll check the guy. I'll be like, Hey man, look, you know, we like, like, let's not, let's not get the conversation started like this. Okay. I want this. I want us to be in cooperation here, not combat. All right. Happy to help you, but, but we got to be on the same page. You, you lower your voice, you turn the volume up a little bit and you'd be surprised. Like a lot of these guys are like, Oh, uh, I wasn't trying to, you know, be just disagreeable or something because no one's checked them in the last five years. Okay. But you have to, you have to check when someone's being aggressive because you've lost control over the frame. You've lost the position. And then you want to be able to be like, yeah, no problem. So like, you know, and, and go back to in cooperation as much as possible. Um, but it also might be a point where if they're, if they keep pushing up on you, you know, you go right into a takeaway, right? You go right into like, you know, might not be a fit for you because you're never going to be able to close a guy when he's in aggression and he's pushing really hard. Like he has to fall in line at some point for you guys to get an agreement. He can fall in and out of it, but he has to come back to an agreement before. And if he just keeps pushing up on you, you can, you can pull out the nuclear weapon, which is like you turning him down, right? You know, maybe it's not a fit for you. Um, now this is kind of geared towards more inbound selling, inbound high ticket. Um, it's up to you. Like a Grant Cardone would probably never do that. Maybe he would do a takeaway, but 
from what I've read, he's all follow up. He's follow up forever. He's pushed through forever. But I know with, you know, 99.9%, that guy's not going to close, you know, and I need to convert him now. I need to get him under control now, or we're never going to do business together. Sometimes the only move is to be able to do a takeaway to where he's starting to see like, oh, this guy's serious. He's, he's willing to not do business with me. Maybe I should check my tone because I actually do want this product and I can't find this service anywhere else. Um, but ultimately that's usually the worst, the worst situation to deal with is like those inter aggressive interruptions. Um, and, and you, you do have to check those. You have to get the person on the same page with you and you can't allow them to take control of the conversation where you're playing defense because one, you know, you're being disrespected Two, uh, you're not gonna be able to close them for that position. You need to be able to close high ticket from a position of authority, authority. Now that's an agreeable and friendly authority and it's not a heavy handed authority but it's an authority nonetheless, okay? Number three, the only objection is money, okay? When people don't buy from you, it's always about the money, okay? It's always about the money. But value and trust are the funnels, okay? Like a, a funnel with value at the top, trust in the middle, and then down at the bottom is money, okay? Value meaning that your service has, biz has or product is valuable, okay? Um, trust meaning that, that you can deliver the value and won't hurt their reputation and money that your product is worth the money. And that's what it all comes down to. Um, there's different objections for each of those areas. Okay. But really it's money at the end of the day. Okay. It all, it filters down like a casino into the count room of money. All right. That's what everything filters down into at the end of it all. after everything comes down to once they trust, you know, value your product, once they trust you, it's about giving you the money. That's what every objection is, okay? Because they do it for free, right? They buy your insurance policy for free or the house you're trying to sell them for free or the personal training, fitness coaching for free. They do it for free, okay? It's about the money. Whatever they say out of their mouth, it's about the money, okay? When the pain of spending money is greater than the solution, the client or customer won't buy. Despite whatever words come out of their mouth, money's the only objection. Uh, they buy your insurance policy was free, right? Whatever it is that they, they buy for free. So your job as a salesman or as an entrepreneur who's selling high ticket services is to get them down to the pain of paying and get them to agree that it's more painful not having your solution or product in their life than it is to pay you the money. Okay, that's what selling is at its core. And that said, it's still a funnel. Okay, you have to funnel through value and interest and then trust to get to the money. Um, you know, some people like they're not going to take a 1997 Palm Pilot, even if it was free because they don't value that. Okay. And for some services, even if it was free, they, they're not going to do it because they don't trust you like um, Facebook marketing or whatever. Some people might not trust you getting in there and seeing all their sensitive data and, and being able to use their credit card. Okay. Um, so that's why it's a funnel. But in many services, you know, like let's say you're selling an iPhone. Like they'll, they'll take that for free, whether they, they trust you or value you or not. I guess they'd have to value the iPhone. But um, at the end of the day, you know, once those two filters or, or levels in the funnel are checked, um, it's all about the money. And when they're signing the check, it's, it's all about the money. It's about that it's, it's more painful for them to hold on to that money than it is to pay you. Okay. Um, it's more painful for them to continue to have that problem that you're, you're selling the solution to, like not having a house, not having insurance, not being fit, than it is to pay you the money. All right. Number four, 
this might be one of the most important ones is don't sound like a salesman. I know that sounds totally counterintuitive, um, but the last thing you want to sound like when you're selling is a salesman. Okay. You want to be talking to people like I'm talking to you right now, human to human conversation, not, Hey guys, I've got a great offer for you. Let me read on the script for about 10 minutes. Okay. That is like, a, everyone hates salesmen. Okay. There's a massive knee jerk reaction towards someone, you know, being on the phone with someone who sounds like they're reading, sounds like a salesman. Okay. You don't trust them. It sounds disingenuous. You don't have confidence in them because they can't speak to you normally. And you don't have a connection or, or a rapport with them. Okay. You want to be able to go right in and assume rapport, just like I'm talking to you right now. Hey man, how you doing? I got some sales tips for you. Right. And you want to be able to maintain that rapport. So they feel comfortable with you. So they feel like they can trust you. So they feel like they like you. And so they feel like when they're getting problem solved and, and, and answered uh, questions answered, they're being answered by an intelligent human who's there to help them hold their hand through solving this, you know, costly problem, buying their house, buying the $10,000 insurance package, buying the $10,000 personal training package, right? You're here to help them guide them through that process. And you're going to be here with them the entire way um, after the purchase to make sure that, you know, the deal is going through and, and everything like that. Okay. And that type of person that they're looking for doesn't sound like a salesman. All right. It's, it's a problem solver and it's, you know, Hey man, I'm speaking to human to human, man to man, entrepreneur to entrepreneur, which is a great frame. If you're selling to other entrepreneurs, you know, because you can go into his pain point, but like, you know, my business is, I feel the same way. You know, I work hard to earn my money, um, et cetera, et cetera. So really important is don't sound like a salesman and that's it. Um, if you want some more information on, on selling, check out my book, how to sell revolutionary lifestyle forward slash products. If you want help in person, holler at me for coaching, revolutionarylifestyledesign.com forward slash coaching and stay tuned for how to play the game of life course coming out sometime this year. Hopefully, um, I'm going to have a lot of stuff on sales, advanced stuff in there. And uh, let me know what you think in the comment section. Much love to you.